start recording. Okay, I am recording. Um, we are waiting on Joey and Steven. I did listen to the session, so at least I've got that going for me. <sighs> Lord have mercy. I actually have our rogues do rogue stuff instead of <laughs> the warlock. Yeah. And our dwarf priest is doing... Why am I logging into prod? That... Mm-mm. Get out. Get out of service. God, I just got on my computer and went on autopilot mode and started working. Um, <laughs> don't do that get out of there get out of there get out of there it is it really is um all right that's a dyson sphere that i'm gonna build as soon as i get the research done okay we'll give these other people a couple more minutes while i frantically read some stuff and then we'll just go and i'm we're gonna push through, even if it's the three of us again. Um, I think going forward, three is gonna be my number. So if we have three players, we will play. Three, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll be fun. Yeah. Three is the number, and the number shall be three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Books, books. Where is this damn book? So how y'all doing? Pretty good, bud. How you doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's my body, oh. my body hurts. In my thirties. It's great. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah. We twenty thirty four, thirty three, thirty two. <laughs> we tried to do like a slip and slide for the boys on the fourth and like they hadn't ever done it before so i went to show them how to do it so i like did a head first run and dive onto the slip and slide. Uh, um but i'm also an adult so i either broke or bruised <laughs> some ribs did you do it in your backyard oh yeah i was gonna say that's you get a good one yeah well, we did it on the flat part. We're going to let them get a year or two older and a little more solid in their bone structure before we yeet them down the hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to the beaver! No, that's basically to do that without hitting a fence. Yeah. Might be able to build a little ramp there at that last little retaining wall and shoot them over the ditch where the creek is. Yeah, a 10-year-old me would have been 100% down for that. And if you put circles with numbers in it and say those are points, then yeah. Yeah, they'll totally play. Mm. What's I have a handout to show y'all that I missed last time. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Just say I found it on my way back up to the room after I didn't get caught. Yeah, I think we did, right? We said that? You did the first... You did it first, and then... Oscar um, fell through the floor in the kitchen and made his way to Vinzer's room. Mm -hmm. Him and Rombor. Hi, Vinzer. 
Hello? Alright. Well, we're just gonna go and we'll catch these other people up. Um, Alright, so, last session, we finally finished our travel and made it to the Carnath Roadhouse. I might... I'm gonna try a little something. Well, I was going to, but then my Spotify froze. Damn it, Spotify. Spotify. My Spotify tries to install every time I open it on my desktop. That's I should probably be a little concerned about that. Nah, it's fine. At one point, I had one saved. Hey, you want to listen to the music? Let me install this first. Um. All right. Just search for All right. Let's go with Yeah, let's just try this. Why not? That is Skyrim music, so that's not what we're looking for. Okay, I'm not going to fuck with it. Um, yeah. I was going to try and get some music playing, but we're not doing it. Um, we made it to the Carneth Roadhouse. You all brought your cargo in, went through intake, um, met Bog Luck, the half-orc, burly kind of foreman of this roadhouse area. You saw everybody unloading their cargo. He kind of oriented you to the layout of the roadhouse and kind of turned you loose. Um, oh, we got people. Who is it? Joel. Steven. Okay. Well, hopefully Joey can join us. He didn't respond to the text either, so. Um, and he's away on Discord. That's always a bad sign. All right. Welcome, Steven. Um, I was just going through the recap. We, last three three weeks three weeks ago made it to the Carnath Roadhouse um, finished up our travel and made it here uh, the party was do I have one note open I do let's bring it down here party was kind of brought into the roadhouse and oriented by a half orc named Bog Luck who is in charge of running this roadhouse and kind of coordinating the storage of materials and all of that kind of fun stuff. Um, I believe Ekamon, while kind of throughout the course of the day, realized that he had a very ornate short sword scabbard carved in uh, dragon type things. Um, yeah, so that is a thing that's going on. Uh, the roadhouse is two stories. You've got the first story. Is everybody on my map? Yes, we are. First story is over here on the left. Um, you've got a bunch of individual rooms. None of them are locked except for this most southeast room, which you now know to be Bog Luck's room. The stables are at the southernmost point of the roadhouse. Uh, there are three kind of doofus 
stable boys named Billy, Goat, and Gruff. And then the leader is like an eight-year-old boy named Wump, who um, you all kind of chatted with, paid him off, got some information. Uh, Vinzer kind of harassed about the owner of a horse, which he, he thought was to be an av, um, a, a mythical horse that's extra horsey. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. The other parts of the roadhouse, uh, can y'all see number three? No. Cool. Um, so on the other side of the courtyard from all of the rooms, there is this. That's still GM info. Right here is a covered storage area. There is a door um, from the courtyard going into it that closes but does not lock. Um, that's really where anything that needs to be protected from the elephant elephant mints not elephant i mean i guess it would need if it needs to be protected from elephants too um yeah anything that needs to be protected from the elements would go in this area right here uh there was a door that does lock bogluck told you that that is the strong room where he elects to keep uh anything valuable or you know if somebody has something valuable that they want to be held safe during their stay he offers to keep it in there, and he's the only one who has the key. Um, over on the east side of this map is the second story. You've got more rooms. Um, Ekamon is up here in the northeast corner. It looks like uh, four of y'all have occupied the four bunk beds right here. Rolo kind of squeaked in during the night. <laughs> um, oh, you, you do share with Ekamon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's two bunks in there, do you? Um, it's All of the rooms have four bunks, except for some of these larger rooms have six. Uh, and then the small room that Ekamon is in has two. Um, Ekamon did some recon after dinner. Uh, but I guess we should talk about dinner first. You all went to the mess hall. And talked with Gristle Pete, um, the kind of chef. Let's see if I can. I make him big. Yeah, Gristle Pete, um, who cooks passable food. Uh, he's kind of was grumbling and complaining about not getting any sleep due to rodents and critters in the walls that hiss and clank around all through the night, and his food tastes like garbage because he can't sleep. So he's just real salty about that. Um, everybody claimed a room after dinner, except for Rombor and Oscar, who decided to hang out with Gristle Pete and sleep in his uh, room, which at first Gristle Pete was like, no, because he sleeps in the mess hall. Um, but y'all paid him two gold, which, you know, is like a week of a bougie-ass room in, like, a city. Um, and he was like, well, okay, yeah, you could sleep here tonight, and... Immediately after he fell asleep and started snoring, uh, y'all tried to sneak around, and Oscar, being the heavy boy that he is, broke through the floor. What Gristle peed up, and he threw y'all out. Um, so that group made their way over to Vinzer's room. Uh, Ekamon, while all of that was happening, kind of did some recon post-dinner, um, watched where everybody went, all of the rooms with an X... Uh, are rooms that you know to be occupied at this point. The room with the star right here, 
uh, Ekamon saw cultists go into. You did. He did encounter a uh, half elf. I think maybe it was a high elf. Where's my notes? I got distracted halfway through opening my notes. Charismatic elf. Yeah, Paxilim Azure Gift. Uh, high elf of this room down here. Um, serious like Mrs. Doubtfire vibes. Uh, he just wanted to go back to Neverwinter, but until the road's complete, he can't really do that. So he's stuck here until that happens. Um, the only other rooms to note, this room over here, this southwest room right next to the stables, is Bog Luck's room. You know that to be locked. And then this northwest room on the first floor is where the guy's room, his name, is in my notes somewhere. Damn it, it's not. And of course his name is Veteran. Oh, you're, you're shacking up with the with the guy mm. I see how it is um Ardred Brifferhue let me I think I found out last time I can actually update that token yeah Ardred Brifferhue cool okay alright he's there um he's kind of the head of the caravan uh guard detail that you all were hired to and you know that his room is the northwest room on the first floor uh after that pretty eventful first day um ekamon also went and explored the warehouse kind of tried to pick the lock into the strong room because he is a scary um devil warlock rogue i guess Except he failed um, to, to pick the lock successfully, so that's where we are. Uh, everybody went back to the room, went night-night. Any questions? Cool. Okay. I'm going to send Joey a message on Discord, see if he gets that one instead. I know he just changed phone numbers. He's got a lot of stuff going on in the life, so he might be asleep or busy um yeah so dawn rises on day two at the carnath roadhouse uh everybody begins to exit their rooms and start kind of heading towards the mess hall for some brekkies <laughs> yeah will brought some like home canned moscow mule things from Asheville that who boy, brother-in-law will, not Dugan will. Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't, nope. <laughs> nope, not me, no sir. Um, yeah, that was quite tasty and is now gone. <laughs> um, you said that was homemade or he found it branded? Yeah, it was homemade. He helped somebody can it and it was the rejects that he just got cases of, apparently. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Gristle Pete, he's not looking too much more rested this morning as everybody kind of meets up. Or I guess, do you all want to do anything on your way to breakfast? Cool. Um, yeah, so upon arriving, you see that the people you know to be the cultists have set up here in the southwest corner. A couple of other rando people. Um, 
Let me see if I have a jam. Nah. Yeah. All right. You do see Jamna is sitting right here. Probably not right there. Jamna is sitting at this table over here with another kind of beefy worker-looking person. Um, yeah. What do y'all want to do? Where did Jamna stay last night? Um. Do you want to ask her? Okay. Yeah, she's see her go probably to somebody else's room late in the night, so she's like, uh, "Don't ask me to tell." Kind of. Since she didn't really travel with y'all, you, um, she seems kind of put off by your request. Like she doesn't really know you. She's like, "Not really. That it's any of your business." But I went and found a room. And that's where I slept, and like turns back to her gruel. Make a perception check for me. Uh, that would be Ekamon, who is making the request of Jamna. So you hear that and kind of continue watching her because she was traveling with your party before, and you see, like, a wink, and she kind of mouths the word later to you, um, but goes back to her, her breakfast and her conversation with this worker that she's kind of cozied up with. Fair enough. I'll uh, return to my table. Anybody else? Oscar wants to walk up to Gristle Pete and apologize for putting a hole in his floor. And I'm looking down in the hole and do a, what do I see? Okay. Um, are you... <laughs> yep. So, like, are you trying to hide that you're looking down in the hole? Or are you just, like... No, no, I am just straight up, like... Dude, I am so sorry I put a hole in your floor while I'm looking in the hole. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he's like, I mean, well, I knew it was not a good idea for you to be here, but, you know, at the same time, you, you paid me two gold. Um, and a, I didn't sleep any worse than I usually fucking do in this place, so it's whatever. Mm. Yeah, roll perception. Yeah. He, it might be the sleep deprivation. He just doesn't really care that you're looking down. Yep, still is just the warehouse with all the crates. Um, the part that you you poked the hole in, which I don't think I drew the hole the other time, was down over... Nope, that's clear. Why? Where's my color options? Can't see clear. I know. Moral 20 is the color blind. I don't need to draw. Wow. Okay. I'm going to refresh. Because um, I, I, I could not select the color. Oh, no. Maybe it's just a bug in Moral 20. Because I, I do not see a color. But, oh, it appeared under my name when I zoomed out. Freehand. Nope. Zoom out. Zoom out. Zoom out. I don't want just. Okay. Well, looks like I won't be able to draw. What about text? 
There you go. Here. Oh, it was down there. That's right. Yeah. So you're just kind of looking. Oh, I did draw it. I drew it over on this side. Oh, okay. Yeah. So can I? Oh, yeah. I can copy paste master computer master over here. Control C and Control V back to back. Okay. Yep. Um, so you got the hole, you look in it, it, it looks like the same unlocked warehouse that you could just walk into. Um, yeah. And he's like, well, whatever. Anything else, or are you just... No, I thought the, I thought the hole was up on the further end, so that was my mistake. But, yeah, just at least I apologize to him. Yeah. So he's okay. gonna come back and join the rest of the crew at the table. Okay. So, I guess we're sitting at the table, and Rombor and Oscar are like, "Hey guys, so we stayed down and stayed down here, but we didn't didn't find anything. We kind of got kicked out because Oscar here put a hole in the floor and kind of nudges his head in the direction of the hole." <clears throat> And then he asks if there's anybody else has got anything. <sighs> um, and a spitball hits Ekamon in the back of the head, and it's just a little wadded up piece of paper. What you got there, buddy? <laughs> what? So what? What you got there, buddy? Is it like a message on said roll it up piece of paper? Yeah, you can take a look at it. So you look at it, it, yeah, and it reads Vinzer's room, five minutes. Okay. I'll, uh... <clears throat> okay. going to shake my head. I don't, I don't even turn around. Does anybody else look, try and see where it came from? I like to kind of just do a quick 360 of the room with my neck. Okay. Yeah, you can roll perception. 360 with your neck. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> 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 okay, so 180 one way, 180 the other way. <laughs> Consider the warlock compress. <laughs> it's been a long day. Cool. Uh, Jam is gone. And that's about all you see. <laughs> you just. You Where's were, my yeah, you were really thinking about getting some of that sweet, sweet poontang now that Jamna has returned. Um, and just like that, she disappeared in the thin air. Like, where'd the gnome go? Also, should we just start a fight with those cultists in the corner? That didn't take long. Nope. <laughs> Welcome back, we Steven. Didn't. Nope. <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> this is breakfast. <laughs> All right, about two minutes have uh passed since the note was the note was hit. 
so was that note read to the group so we all know to meet there in five minutes? Or just... That is a question for Ekamon. Uh, I guess... Uh, uh, did I see that... Uh, Vincer, uh, you know, read something on the note, or did he pass it over to me? Um, I mean, it hit you, so I think right. you were the one in possession of the note. Okay, then, uh, yeah. Let's, uh, take a look and then make some... I'll make a, uh... Oh, I'm not gonna excuse this. Uh... Like you know, the cat's on fire. <laughs> Let's get up and leave. Cat's on no. fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'll tell the time I go check on the horse. And, uh, get up. Leave a couple of silver pieces on the table. All right. So you're not telling the rest of the party that you're meeting at Vinzer's room. No, this one. Alright. Alrighty. Um, so the rest of you rest of you folks, what do you do? You just let them go check the horses? Check the... Yeah, we'll come down here in a minute. We'll check our stock. But we're going to get some breakfast first. Cool. Oh, I'm still kind of groggy from getting woken up in the middle of the night. It's not my fault. Says Rombor. Hmm. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'm just gonna rub my eyes and keep eating my food. <laughs> right, yeah. So the rest of the party is just gonna chill with some gruel and some slop, maybe a little coffee. Um, and Ekamon walks into Vinzer's room and sees Jamna sitting there, and she's like, "Okay, um, yeah, I was trying to." trying to cozy up with the workers and I don't you know there's kind of a kind of a perception of y'all ta- or caravan guards that you're kind of uppity and not not one of us so had to you know give off the perception of distance and not knowing y'all uh, what's up no offense taken I just did a little bit of surveying of who went where last night and I noticed that you weren't in, among those that were eating with us last night, nor did I see you enter a room. Yeah, I was trying to do, you know, get lay of the land kind of outside the outside the roadhouse, make sure that, you know, everything was as it seemed around here. I didn't really see a whole lot. Um, and trying to just, you know, develop a sense of fraternity with these workers, especially Anasta's morning fall, uh, seeing as how it's her third time being here. I figure she's probably got some good information for us about what's really going on here. What have y'all found out? Log looks got a sword with a dragon on it. Oh, uh, no shit. Cultists are just down the hall, and then Boglock carries the only key to the strong room downstairs. Huh. Apparently there's, uh... I guess I wouldn't... Was I, was I part of that conversation with, uh... The cook about how there's a 
some kind of scratching noise or something that comes from underneath him while he tries to sleep? Um, you would have heard the initial grumbling from him at dinner, but you were not... I don't think at this point you would be privy to the full details of Oscar and Rombor uh, in the kitchen last night. I imagine that's probably something they're sharing right now over breakfast. Okay. Then I would not have shared that. Uh, and then I mentioned the uh, veteran staying in the uh, first floor corner room. And she's like, yep, um, Briffer Hugh, you know, he seems to be looked at pretty favorably by everybody. I don't know if there's anything going on with him or not, but that's, he's definitely a good one to, good one to keep your eye on. And then the, uh, strange encounter with the high elf in the far room on the top floor. Oh, sounds, uh... Interesting. I might have to go. Might have to go visit over there at some point. Sounds like a good little buddy to hang out with. By all means, that one's a uh, fair game. All right. Have y'all any progress on the the actual cargo that we're trying to track, or what the cult's trying to do here? I think I have is that the cargo is locked into the strong room. Uh, huh. That Bogla carries the key for, but yeah, he said said his sword was carved in dragon, so he's probably in on the cult activity somehow. But I just don't, I don't see how this could be their endpoint. Bringing all of the treasure up here to a strong room in a roadhouse, halfway between Waterdeep and Neverwinter, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I'm not sure if his gain is monetary or if it's he's actually in with the cult's objective. Alright, well, it's getting to be about time. I guess I'm going to have to actually go act like I'm working on this road in order to, you know, keep appearances up. So if y'all figure out anything else, just let me know. Um, Likewise. We can try and... Do you want to set up a rendezvous in this room after dark each night? Just shy of midnight? Yeah, I'm actually in the room two doors down the end of the balcony so yeah, i don't care about that um <laughs> I was there. yeah assume we're gonna assume we're gonna tell everybody or is this just kind of a you and me thing and you're gonna disseminate information yeah i can disseminate information but i think we'll draw a crowd if we start all of us start talking to you at the same time okay all right yeah that's a good call okay well um just keep me posted and i'll do the same with you fair enough and away she goes. She's a wide boy. She jumps the balcony and disappears out the gate. All right. So, everybody else, you finish up your breakfast. Um, you know, Ekamon should be in the stables at this point. Uh, do y'all have anything that you want to try and accomplish during breakfast? Or are y'all gonna eat and compliment Gristle Pete and roll out? I think so, after we kind of give some of the cultists the 
all side eyes. Oh, nope, just you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll perception for me, Rolla. Cool. <laughs> why is why, why nobody wanting to join me on being mean to the cultists? <laughs> oh, because to everyone else in this camp, they're just people. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so um, everybody else at the table except Rolo. Like, Rolo gives them the side eyes and just keeps walking, and all the people behind him see that this kind of northernmost cultist right here just kind of like gives him the finger as he's walking down the stairs. <laughs> but Rolo didn't see that. <laughs> we left down the stairs. Yeah. Y'all are going down the stairs to the main courtyard. Everybody is kind of hanging out. Um,. You do see a handful of the workers. I'll stop that. Hanging out up here by the gate, getting ready to go. Uh, there are a couple of guards also hanging out here by the gate to escort, escort them. Um, including Briffer Hugh gonna hang out here and you see bog luck um kind of helping direct oh i guess it would help if i put him on the, the main floor let's just move all of you people okay uh you see bog luck kind of directing this cargo right here onto carts for the workers to take and go resume working on the road um so at this point you would have the option of accompanying the workers to go uh to the work site and kind of hang out and help them make sure nothing happens to them throughout the day or you could hang out here Remember, kind of wants to hang out with the workers. Okay. Can we split the party up, and some people stay, some people go. That always goes well. <laughs> what the hell's going on? I think I'll go mingle with Rombor as well. All right. Leaves Oscar and Vinzer Ekamon. Although Ekamon's in the stable, so I guess that leaves Oscar and Vinzer. Yeah, Oscar says he won't be much help, but he'll do the best he can. Uh, I would probably stay because I am small and probably not useful. Cool. I, I'm going to be talking to the. Uh... Uh, I'm terrible with names. Uh, the main stable kid, the uh, slightly intelligent one. Womp? Womp? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just gonna 
ask about the horses and kind of wonder to myself, like, you know, where the hell are these guys at? Alright. And so while that is happening, you do see two of the cultists um, join the crew getting ready to go with the workers. Um, and then the third one is unaccounted for. Um, Vinzer, I was reading. Did you say what you were doing or just hanging out because you're not useful? Uh, yeah. I would probably, since we haven't seen where the third one's at, I would probably for now go down to the stables and join up with Ekamon. Cool. Okay. So, um, all of you worker folk, we are going to move you... Not bog luck. <laughs> the cultists that I moved next to, the workers, are still on the GM layer. So you didn't see me move them closer. That's awesome. I love roll 20 and my inability to use it. Um, actually, here, I'll rotate this guy around so that he's facing a different way from the cultists. He's just a worker. Wow, big thunder. Um, yeah, so workers, we will deal with y'all in a minute. Uh, Vinzer and Ekamon, you're just hanging out in the stables with Lump. Is there anything, y'all just chit-chatting, y'all trying to find anything out in particular? Uh, I'll ask him what, Vinzer, where's the, where's the rest of the guys? They're not coming down here. Uh, they went with the, the workers to help work on the road. I didn't think it'd be very useful at that. All right. No, uh, I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll brief Finzer on my discussion with Jamna, and uh, actually just say, uh, you know, say to Wap, you know, hey, you know, this is just a good place for you to, you know, chat with my group. So we're cool. Uh, you know, whatever we say doesn't leave. Yeah. Was that to the stable boy? Yeah. 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 Lump's well, like, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. Uh, well, I guess, uh, you know, talking to Vincent, you know, my plan is to try and you know, bog luck a little more and see if, you know, can see if there's a way you may maybe think of to discover whether or not he's actually part of the cults or if he's just getting paid off to let them mule their stuff through here. Alright. And for Steven, um, last week we talked about the section of the book describes this as like almost a a spy adventure. So I record questions in the center of this map. Being cult or being paid as a mule. And I feel like that is worthy of investigation. Okay? Okay. 
Hello? Sorry, do you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You said it's worthy of investigation? Yeah. Um, I record questions that you want the answers to, and I write them in the map. So that they're there for gentle reminders of investigation. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Vinzer and Ekamon, are y'all going to do anything to further that investigation today? Or should we move over to the workers? Uh, probably some more likely Vinzer and I can have that discussion on the side, I guess. Uh, well, workers. Okay. Come up with that idea. All right. So, um... At the workers, y'all travel a little over an hour on foot um, with a couple of, you know, mules carrying carts of road equipment until you arrive at the current construction site. Um, This area of the road, you're not in woods. Um, Let's pop back out to the Sword Coast map. So you're looking the current area of work that I can't draw because can't select the color. Yep. Um, nope. Uh, more like right meow. You all are here at the roadhouse um, and the point where the road is being constructed at this point is right here so you see some of the sword mountains on your right um on the right of the road on the left of the road you've got the mirror of the dead man marsh uh and the road is just dilapidated a bunch of the cobblestones are missing some of them uh have fully deteriorated some of them are cracked just in disrepair there's weeds and nettles and all other kind of fauna um Nope, floor. Huh? I don't know. Plants. There's plants growing up out of the <laughs> out of the ground. Did I miss you guys going through the mirror of the dead men? No, we haven't actually gone through it. Um, the road kind of borders it. So yes and no. The party never actually like entered the mirror of the dead men. You just. The road borders it, and the the roadhouse is kind of on the border of it. Just kidding. You were breaking up really bad, so I didn't hear what you said anyway. I'm saying, uh, I just nudge Rombor saying, you want to go explore the Mirror of the Dead Man? I've got my encounter generator up. I can set it to nine hells and we can go. Just kidding. Actually, there is a marsh. Huh. I think maybe on the way back, but right now it's... Get some work. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll, I guess we're starting to lay stone and try to... We're trying to fix the cobblestone road, correct? So we're just kind of relaying stone. Yep, um, so Jamna is the only one who is actually on work detail. All of the rest of you are guarding the workers as they work. Um, I, get the, I get the watch Jamna work. Even better. Yeah, so that's your option. You could either, you know, sit there and watch, or you could jump in and help out 
um, try and ingratiate yourself with the workers or not and just be a stereotypical caravan guard. I put down, I sheathe my weapons and go help out the workers. Okay, um, we will also need decisions from Rolo and Rombor. I thought that was my Not answer. Rolo. Um, I, I read names. <coughs> Rombor and Oscar. Uh, Oscar will be lookout, and Rombor will help. Okay. Let's go ahead. Stay, Rombor stays close to Oscar, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we'll go mm -hmm. ahead and get athletics checks from Rolo and Rombor for their day of work. Okay. Um, Rolo, you, you get a pretty decent amount done. Um, your uh, thick, corded, dwarven arms just haul stone and move carts around like a lot of these kind of human and half-elf workers um, that are typical of this area. Can't really do. Um, so you end up being more of a distributor of the materials and Rombor being a half orc you're like picking carts up and carrying them on your shoulders like Louisa um, from Encanto you're just like you are the strong one um, so with those athletic rolls neither of you suffer a point of exhaustion um, as your body's clearly cut out for this type of work and where you were getting kind of these sidelong glances from the workers of, oh, these are just more cavern or caravan guards, you know, just being garbage people. Um, all of the workers, except for the two cultist workers, um, kind of start to look at y'all with a little more appreciation. And they're like, oh, oh, these guys are, they're like for real. Okay. Um, and kind of, you, you think you might have gained a little bit of favor with them. Uh, Oscar, let's go ahead and get a perception check from you. Oscar. Perceiving the world. Uh, oh. per literally perceiving the world. Yeah, you leave your body. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, being the lookout that you are, you are able to both basically keep one eye on the surroundings and make sure that there's no kind of ambush or anything the party's not expecting to come up um, unexpectedly and while also uh, being able to focus some of your awareness on just the effect that Rolo and Rombor working on the road with the workers has had um, so one thing that you noticed that they did not is that while most of the workers are viewing um, what they did as admirable and they're kind of, you know, in the favor of the workers, the two cultists in Jamna are both kind of looking at them like, God, these guys. And other than that, the day goes by pretty uneventfully. Um, you all kind of get lost in your work and your roles. 
and the day passes pretty quickly, and you end up back at the roadhouse right before dinner. Um, Ekamon and Vincer, did you all want to do anything else with your day, or were you just awaiting the return of the rest of the party? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Spencer. Um, part of our day, we wanted to try and either, I forgot the name of the, the guy with the key and the spork. Bog luck. Yeah. Um, I guess one quick question on the familiar thing. When I summon it back, can I summon it straight back as a different form, or do I have to, like, do the hour of changing a form, or? Um, give me one second. Pause for rule check. Because Steve died, right? Uh, I... Yes, I think he died. Yep, so you just have to cast it um, and burn that ten gold worth of materials. And... <sighs> um so it doesn't specifically say so you know what you can you have the option of dismissing him forever bye steve uh you can I'll just say, since he died, and he is on another plane right now, when you summon him, the spell allows you to pick the form when you cast it, whether he was alive or not. Um, so, yeah, he, you can... He, when you bring him back, you can bring him back as whatever form you want. Okay, because we're planning to either find him or the third cultist. And bring back my familiar as probably a spider or something very small that could kind of tail them and spy on them. Seahorse? Yeah, seahorse. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one that jumped out. Um, yeah, okay. Sure. Spider does it. Uh, did I give you a character sheet for Steve? Yeah. Okay. Because Steve is an owl. Now I've got to make Steve as a spider. Alright, let's go ahead and archive Steve. Okay. Um, yeah, that is not a problem. And you're going to... I'll try and get you that character sheet super quick. And then we can... Not? Spider. Just a regular spider. Spider. Okay. We got a spider. It's not there. Let's... Your name is... Brant. Your name is... Brant. No, Keith cannot control the spider. And name, 
Steve 2.0. There you go. You should now see Steve 2.0, the spider. Um, yeah, so are you going to go for the cultist or the bog luck? Yeah, uh, I guess part of our discussion would be that bog luck just you know, works around it, so um, I guess the option was either to tail bog luck and see if we deem any information from him or see if we can find the third cultist. Okay. Um, so with those two objectives, I will give you all two options. You could either just have Steve, um, pick one of those two objectives and do some reconnaissance, uh, with a very low, basically negligible rate of detection, barring Steve, like, crashing through a floor or something, um... Or you can send Steve to do one and you to do the other, and there will be a risk involved with that. We could probably send Steve to, like, to try and find the cultist, and we tail Bogolov around and... Make myself useful and try to be busy working inside the roadhouse and keep an eye on that way. Okay. Um, so, sounds like Ekamon is just kind of surreptitiously trying to glean information without, you know, being obvious. Vinzer, are you doing an obvious tale? Or are you also trying to seem distracted? Like, are you sneaking around trying not to get caught? Or are you giving him a half an eye um, while you go about daily maintenance stuff. Uh, I want to have, like, one of my books and, like, look like I'm, like, taking notes on things that I'm learning here. So it looks like I'm being a nerd. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I am going to have Ekum. Uh, actually, first we'll have Vinzer. Go ahead and hit me with an investigation for Steve at advantage, and he might not have investigation. He does not. Um, ooh. I'm look at find familiar again, because that would be very unfortunate. Okay. Um, go ahead and, yeah, I guess since you're spending the whole day having Steve look for this cultist, uh, roll me intelligence at advantage. For Steve 2.0. I think, right? Let me go look at an actual PC character sheet. Start way to turn advantage on on a sheet, or just hit it twice. Either or, whatever you want. All right. Wow. The dice giveth and taketh away at a nat twenty and a nat one. Um, I like that negative four intelligence, but the fifteen. Um, 
Steve, one benefit of him being a familiar is that he can communicate with you telepathically. Um, and so, pretty quickly, um, within like an hour, he's like, Hey boss, this, uh, this guy you're looking for, he's up in his room. I think y'all said this room was the cultists. Uh, that was, you know, first place I decided to go look. Um... That was a pretty good hunch on your part, boss. That's where he is. Yeah. And I guess since you can see through Steve's eyes at will, I will just go ahead and reveal their room. And there is your boy. He's just hanging out, um, drinking beer, reading ye old playboy, you know. Doing cultist things. I guess he'd probably be reading, like, The Gospel of Tiamat or some other cultist indoctrination book. Yep, so at this point, um, we will just treat Vinzer as if he is aware of that cultist's location. Uh, I mean, Steve is tiny, so you could probably get Steve on him. Somewhere if you want to try and go that route, or if you just want him to kind of start spinning a web up in the corner and have this room pegged as a place to observe, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, for now, uh, Steve's just going to observe. I don't want him to get squished, so kind of lay back and like in a top corner or something where he can't really be reached. Gotcha. He's Charlotte's webbing up in the corner. Um... Alright, go Steve. Uh, Ekamon, you see... Um, I guess Ekamon and Vinzer, actual Vinzer. Uh, you both see Bogluck emerge from his room after the workers have departed. Um, he sent them on their way, he went back to his room, was in there for a little while, and he has now emerged and is on his way towards the warehouse-type area. Okay, um, go and approach him and see if there's any uh, work around the floor that he would like any assistance with. Oh, yeah, sure. You offering to, offering to move cargo around? I usually have to wait for some of the page boys to get back to do that general labor type stuff. Sure. Okay, yeah, I got some boxes queued up to go into the strong room if you want to Come help me with that. Absolutely. Happy to help. Alright, and you see him pull the key off of his key ring, open up the door. Um, and he kind of points over at two or three boxes that are queued up out here and says, uh, yeah, just pick these up and put them down. Yep, and then he kind of props his feet up on a desk in the strong room while you do that. Alright, uh, I guess between trips I'll uh, make a note of what's around the desk and then any other particular goods that are, I guess, up note stick out from the other pieces. Sure thing. Give me an investigation check. 
Okay. Um, so, you, just in the course of moving your boxes, you move some that are quite heavy, some that are quite light. Um, there's not a lot that you can glean from that, specifically. Um, the desk that Boglug is sitting at, there's kind of a large rug, um, kind of worn just from frequent travel over it and storage of stuff in the strong room kind of sitting underneath it um you do see several candles uh that have been burnt down completely a ledger is open on the desk that he's kind of careful not to put his feet directly on um and on that ledger you can see that he's he's pretty meticulous um contrary to what his appearance would go off when it comes to his ledger. there It's very neat, tidy. Um, you can't really glean a whole lot on it outside of it is well-maintained. And, yeah, that's about all you got. Uh, I'll try to make a little small talk with him. Um... I remember if I asked him anything about the sword when I had seen it before. But, uh, I'll just make a compliment about the sword and... Oh, you like it, do you? Yeah, it's a family heirloom passed down through the generations. My old grandpappy gave it to me. And I ask him uh, yeah, if it has a name or... Any, any deeds associated with it? Uh, the sword or my grandpappy? Why not both? I'm sure he's... Your grandpappy had a sword like that. He probably had some stories he gave you. Sure. Um... Try well. to be not, like, suspicious, but just, like, casual conversation. You know, a little charisma, if you would. My, uh... Yeah, my, my grandpappy, um... This is, you know, the orc side of me, I don't know. Yeah, half-orc. Um, his name was Nadok the Slave Ender. And he, he called this sword Liberator. Didn't have the scabbard at the time, it was just the weapon, but, um... Yeah, he used it to kind of overthrow this, uh... God, what was their name? think it was the Human Superiority League. They kind of set up a little camp in a small village outside of Waterdeep. Um, and we're trying to enslave all races that weren't human. So, yeah. Nadok uh, handled that business and got us our freedom, and that kind of helped me get here. That's a fantastic grandfather to have. I mean, what an honorable man. He tried. I think he was just tired of being a slave, honestly. Yeah. I mean, spent my time with Dragonkin growing up, and I noticed that they had the... There's some... Nice dragon designs on that. It was he, uh, 
liberator dragon in as well? No. No, the, the scabbard was something I found at an antique store after. Um, you uh, said you had spent some time with dragon again? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I got, I got you know, raised in, uh, my bio, it's been a long time since I typed that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, there's a dragonborn village in the mountains, uh, pretty far east of here, but, uh, yeah, I just, nobody really likes, uh, you know, tieflings in the city, you know, those little boys, they, uh, get kind of shunned. I'm sure you know the feeling, so I uh, I ended up uh, moving around, bouncing around, and I was brought in. Yeah, they raised me. I consider, uh, consider them family. It's a sad story, but all too frequent these days, right? the way of the world now um you ever just wonder if it has to be though yeah definitely would like to change it if i could me too but alas i'm stuck here tending to people's stuff are you uh done moving those boxes yeah uh Cool. You know, well, I mean, you know that you know. Hey, you know, if you see lots of people through here. If you see anyone that can help make a difference, uh, love to meet them. Yeah, I will let you know. Um, and he kind of escorts you out of the room and turns around and locks it and says, "People like keeping their stuff secure. Got to keep up airs." And says, "Well, that seems like a pretty good day's work. I'm gonna go take a nap." Starts making his way back to his room. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll sweep up, and I will go get some food. Okay. Yep. Um. So, Vinzer, you would have seen that happen. Um. Probably not privy to the conversation that happened, but you did see Ekamon kind of run into Bogluck. As he was leaving his room, they both went into the warehouse for a little while, and then Bogluck came back out, went to his room, and Ekamon came out a couple minutes later and went to go get food. Well, I guess Ekamon hasn't come out yet. So at this point, you see Bogluck making his way across the courtyard towards his room. Uh, I'm just going to look up for my book and give him a quick wave and then go back to looking at my book. Just like a little friendly wave as he goes back. And he just kind of waves back and he says, Oh, little man. And just continues along his way. Um, yeah, I guess I probably uh, Too late now. Never mind. <coughs> what you want to do? Uh, I was going to... I was thinking, like, oh, I probably should have insight checked some of those statements. <laughs> 100% too late now. Yep. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll take a peek outside the warehouse while Vizzer's doing that and see if there's anybody around. 
Okay. At this point, um, all you really see is Vinzer and just one other caravan car guard kind of idling through the courtyard. Um, other than that, nobody really to be seen. Um, and are you still in the warehouse? You poke your head out to see that. Uh, yeah, just for a moment. Okay, you would hear some periodic stomping um, from the floor above you as Gristle Pete continues to work on the evening slop. Cool. Uh, all right, let Brent do his uh, cycle before I do my next thing. All right. What you want to do, Vanzer? Uh, I would pro. So it's just the one guy and me out here. Yep. Uh, whenever he has his back turned to me, I would probably hop in the warehouse just to see what happens. Try to get or get in here to. Yep, and you'd be able to do that without too much trouble. So if that's your goal, I'm not gonna need to roll anything. We'll just say you do that. Yeah, I would, I would just come in here to catch up and see what happened. So, Ekamon, all of a sudden, the door to the warehouse begins to open. I'll uh, you know, keep keep doing my sweep and kind of look up. I'm half expecting to see Bog look again. And you see Vinzer. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh... Kind of give him the rundown, basically tell him, you know, and uh, he was pretty quick to let me help bring stuff into the room. Kind of give him the description of the room, and then my conversation. Say, yeah, he was uh, seemed, seemed like a nice guy. Had a pretty uh, important grandfather, you know, but kind of just got lost in the conversation. Uh, I'll uh, offer to hand him the broom and maybe I can try my hand at the lock again. He's because Boglox was taking a nap. Alright. So you're going to take a turn at the lockpick? Yeah, um... Yes, uh... I think if there's a way to detect maybe the lock might be magic or in any sense. I don't have it detect magic, so I guess I'll just uh, give it a little sleight of hand. Alright. Uh, yep, I do have detect magic if you want me to do that before you do the thing. Is that a cantrip? It's a level one spell. So for, uh, wi for wizards, it's a cantrip, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know, double barrel chocolate at this point, so... Uh. <laughs> yeah, if, I mean, if you can do that quietly, check to make sure it's not magically armed. I think I got maybe lucky last time. These dragon cult guys are involved with this. They may have some kind of spell that'll let them know if we get in without the key. 
All right. Go ahead and... Uh, I don't think you have to roll anything for Detect Magic, right? It just kind of happens. Yeah, it just, it just happens. Okay. Um, you... at one more note, but I'm pretty sure that you would detect oh god, there's so many pages of notes okay absolutely nothing that's good to know Uh, well, either keep using the keep using the broom or sit it next to the door and uh, grab a rag or something. All right. Dust, dust some things. I'm gonna try and pick it. And if anybody comes in, I'll grab the broom real quick. Give me that Dex check. Dex or sleight of hand. Dex. It would not be a saving throw, so it'd just be a regular... Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you just click Dex on the left-hand side of the character sheet, and it'll do the non-saving throw version. Thirteen. Um, so with your experience from last night, you kind of cross over the tumbler that stumbled you, or tripped you up last night, and after just a few seconds, you hear a... And the door... Swings open. Alright, uh, I am gonna go straight for the ledger. Okay. Let me shut down my laptop real quick. Um, at the ledger, you see. Um,. Yeah, it looks like this ledger is a um, log of what people have stored in this room. So you see some fantasy name generators. Uh, human starts with an H. Oh, human's not a thing. Cool. Um, Almost sapien. All right. You see. I'm just going to start typing out some names here. Uh, Jesus. was really hard for me to spell emerald right there um <laughs> um and basically it's just varying states of the two messages that i said with people's names of um what appears to be person, item, and then whether it has been returned or not. 
and you'll see some dates of in and out uh, just as logs of basically when the person requested that it be stored and when Bogluck returned it. Okay. How about in the last uh, how about the day of arrival and that's not been returned? Um, you would see a handful of names on the list, most of which you don't recognize. Uh, you do see Barley Dance's name on there with, um, it just says three crates, unspecified. Um, marked with name. Uh, anything that's, I don't know, a little more telling than unspecified from... The other people? That might, yeah, that might show up as, um, you know, it might could be a tell from the cultists. Yeah, go ahead and roll investigation for me. Jesus. Okay. You, um, basically run through the inventory of everything that came in yesterday. Um, and immediately notice that there are more things in this strong room than what is recorded on the ledger as items stored in here that have not yet been returned. All right. Um, two questions. One would be, did I notice anything that was... Uh, like magic item on that list and then two would be uh how long would it take me to reference that list to what's in the room and pick out what is not written down properly or maybe it would have a cult of the dragon crest on it um so two parts with that investigation check uh i'd say it'd probably take you an hour um, just because you would have to kind of catalog and move items around to make sure you're not counting things twice, maybe open up some crates to make sure that the the crate being referenced in this ledger line is this crate right here. Um, so if you want to proceed with, you know, you basically have that mental checkpoint uh, in your head that it'll take you about an hour to do that, and you get to make the determ or the determination if you want to proceed with that time frame or not. Um, what was the other question? Um, I guess as far as the if there was a magic item, then uh, yeah. I'm not really too worried. That was the first part, right? Yeah, um, and the magic item, you don't see anything that specifically um, indicates magic item stored in here now. Okay. Uh Take about mm, 30 seconds to rifle through the desk. If there's anything else, like a key or any other kind of note. And then... Um, oh, I did say he was taking a nap. I'm assuming that this is still fairly early on in the uh, in the day. That like, the building party isn't going to be back for a little while. Yep. Uh, this would still be fairly early in the day. Um... But, yeah, that pretty okay. much summed it up with your understanding of the situation right now. Okay. I will, uh, 
I'll ask uh, Vinzer if he can get Steve too to keep an eye on the cultists and maybe uh, you know maybe move outside the door and watch to see if Bogluck's making his way back to kind of give us at least a heads up. I can at least scurry out of the room. All right, and then I'll I'll use as much of that hour as I as I can. So oh. That's as much time as I'll give myself. Right. Roll me a d20. This could get spicy. Yeah. Spicy, spicy. 15. Okay. Um, so far, so good. Uh, you kind of jump in with a little system of, you know cross-referencing what's on the ledger, what this crate is, once you have it identified, you've got a particular order that you put them in the room, um, and you just work through beginning to identify things. Uh, give me a second d20 roll. Uh, yeah, so about halfway through, um, Vinzer, you see that Bogluck's door opens up and he kind of starts to stumble around. Not really stumble, he's just kind of groggy and starts walking around in the courtyard. What do you do? I was trying to read if I have a a spell I could like sneakily give a signal with. Press the digitation. Shower of sparks. Yeah, is this is that what's happening? I'm getting a signal. Well it actually was Vincer I... watching or were you watching through Steve? Uh, Steve was still watching the cultist to make sure okay. he didn't, like, for some reason, come down here, and I'm, I was the one keeping an eye on the door down here. Gotcha, so you're, like, sweeping out in front of the warehouse. Yeah, so at the moment, Ekamon doesn't know that he's approaching. What, what, what do you do? What do you do? Quick. Going once. Going uh, twice. Boglug is about halfway across the courtyard. Why are you zoomed out so far? Alright, let's... Why can I not select bug? There he is. Boop! And he's about right here now. You're right here now. What do you do? Um... I am going to use press the digitation. But it's going to be like inside of here. And do like a early... Low enough to where it's probably not heard outside of like this area. I assume this door is open. Yeah, I mean it would have to be if you're poking your head out looking at Bog Luck, right? And this door. Yes, that door is also open. <laughs> okay, because I would do it like somewhere in here where it would like very lowly play, where Ekamon could hear it, but it probably isn't reaching all the way over here. Yep. It's just like my signal of like, hey, he's he's out of his room. K. 
Okay. And what kind of sound are you making? It's just like a low, like a like a low music kind of thing. So it's not like anything obnoxious. Gotcha. Um. Why was that an advantage? Well, seventeen. I'll take it. Uh. Yeah. So. Okay. Bogluck kind of looks and he's like. Huh. That must have been a really good nap. Um, yeah, Ekamon, you hear this low kind of music. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna basically... I also would have told you this, by the way. Yes, yeah. yeah. That, that would have been a, a, a plan formulation at the beginning of this endeavor. Yeah, that makes good sense. <laughs> um... I would have probably have tried to kept things as close to the original uh, position, so yep. I'm just gonna set the ledger back down and I'm gonna go out the door and try to quickly set the lock back. Okay, uh, go ahead and make me Dex. Yeah, we'll just say Dex. You got the got the notification from Vinzer, so you have time to be meticulous. Cool. Um, yeah, so you go to do that, and you like break your lockpick in the lock, so the door does not open right now. Um, and so he's probably not going to notice until he goes to open it and can't because there's something where his key is supposed to go. But for right now, you're probably in the clear. Alright, I'm uh, assuming that the room's probably mostly cleanish at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, you would manage to get everything back into the way that it was before he actually enters the room. And he's like, oh, you're still in here, are you? And you got your got your friend in here too. What are what are y'all doing? Is there a crate in here that was part of our stash? Yep. Um, the I think two of the crates from Barley Dance got taken in there. One with like some money and one with that painting. Um, but a couple of other just as various sundry you know general store type goods are in this room. Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, Vincer, I, I, asked, I asked him to come in to help me grab something for Barley Dance, and I couldn't remember which crate it was in, so he was helping me look real quick. Huh. Okay, yeah, whatever. Um, I just, you know, can I, can I make sure you're not taking other people's stuff? That's kind of, that's what I do here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll mean, take a look at this box, and if you'd like, you know, you can take the box with you we can go up to barley dance as well no nah, that's fine i just want to make sure i mean y'all don't have any like apparent bulges in your pockets or anything so i don't think we need to do all that it's just uh try not to hang out in here if at all possible it kind of sketches me out to see just people chilling in here it's not really what this room's for i, I get it yeah i was just trying to get things cleaned up and then trying to help them out um, my apologies if I sketched you out. It's all good. Why don't you uh, Why don't you go check in on Gristle Pete? See if he can use any of your help. I think we're I think we're good in here for now. 
No problem. I'll head out towards uh, Gristle Peak. All right. Uh, Vinzer, you do the same? Yeah, I'll, I'll go like that. Okay. Um, yeah, so y'all head up to Gristle Peak. He kind of gives you just some general like prep cook tasks of slicing the onions and beating the meat. Um, mm -hmm. Just things like that. Basically to keep you busy, like you're not actually helping him that much. Um, but he's just like, oh, dog luck sent you. I guess I got to give you something to do. And that's what he's doing. Um, and that's how you spend most of the rest of the day until everyone returns. So at this point, uh, the workers... Oh, okay, we're moving the arrow too. That's cool. There we go. And then that moved part of the X. I love Roll20's hitbox selection. It is great. Okay. There we go. Yep, so... Um, Steve's still hanging out up in the cultist room? Yeah, he's still vibing right now. Okay. Uh, the other two cultists that were on the work party kind of head up in there. Um, everybody else kind of disperses to their room to go, uh, get ready for dinner. having too much fun clicking. And then you see one of the workers that Jamna was eating breakfast with. Um, she kind of heads over to that worker's room. That's not what I told you to do, Jamna. There you go. Yeah. So, what do y'all want to do? Um... Rolling them upstairs yet, or they're still downstairs? Uh, the worker crew just got back, um, so they are hanging out in the courtyard right now. I'd like to excuse myself from Gristle Pete to go talk with them. Okay. He's like, yeah, whatever. Thanks for your help. Um, it's nice actually having you know people in here who can follow orders for once. Okay, yeah, so y'all... <laughs> y'all do that. You excuse yourself, you go sync up with the party. Um, anything in particular y'all are talking about or just catching up on the day? If you, I do want to let the group know that um, it might be a problem, and if there is, let me do the talking. Uh, I'll explain that I broke off part of my lockpick in the door after <laughs> I checked out the ledger in the stronger room. And I need to find a way to get it out before he tries to go back in there. We're all right. <clears throat> Everybody happens to have like you know, mage hand or something fun like that that they can reach through the door and or into the lock and pull it out. It'd be great. Big yikes. Okay. And then I guess whatever I found in the first 
I'm assuming it was a half hour, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, So what, I mean, the big thing that you would be sharing with the party at this point is there is more stuff in the strong room than is recorded to be in the strong room. Um, That's kind of the big revelation that you got from that investigation that you did. Um, Yeah, it is... I would say pretty crucial that y'all put a game plan together regarding the um, currently inaccessible strong room as Bogluck spends some time in there. And you don't know how long you have until he realizes that a game is the foot. So what's your plan? Um, yeah, uh, uh, I guess, does Venture have anything that can maybe reach into the lock and pull that piece out? Um, Steve? Steve to go on a <laughs> mission. <laughs> Crawl in there and pull it out with his little spider legs. Oh, wait. Actually, Steve might be able to do it. Like, put web on it and then pull it out with the web. Yeah? Or some arrows. <laughs> Just gotta keep, keep Bogluck distracted. Uh, Smith's r- tools will help. <laughs> uh, I mean, Rolla, you, you're, uh, you're gonna get on for uh gonna, gonna go uh I don't know. Make a loud shouting match with the cultists. Go piss them off or something. And so, I'd be glad to. Nothing, nothing <laughs> violent. Just a nice verbal exchange. And so as you all are uh having this discussion, Vinzer, in your head you hear, uh, hey boss, the the cultists are you might want to listen to this. Okay, I'm going to, like, I guess step away from the group a little bit so I'm not as distracted. Okay. And then I'm going to listen into what they're talking about. Yep, so what you see is uh, as you kind of shift your awareness from your own body to um, Steve's, uh, it's very jarring right off the bat because you went from two eyes to eight um <clears throat> so you're, you're having to kind of orient yourself to eight streams of vision going at once but once you do um you kind of come to the room and you see the three cultists sitting around this table and they're like is today is today gonna be the day we're gonna we're gonna go for that gnome bitch and then the other cultist goes yeah i think i think it's about time she's been hanging out near the cargo she's been friendlying up with the workers we gotta we gotta do something and then the kind of the beefier boy down here by the door is like okay well i guess since y'all are talking about doing it but nobody's actually saying what they're gonna do i guess it's on me and he gets up and starts walking out 
What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna come back to me <laughs> and uh, as quickly as I can go back to the group without looking obvious, I'm gonna go back and kind of very quietly tell them what I just heard. Yep. And as you go to do that, you hear, Gnome! Come on out here where I can see you! Let's, let's go quickly. Because we're downstairs. Yep. Um, yeah, so you're all downstairs and you see Jamna come out of the room and this kind of cultist guy is starting to accost her. He's like, you know, I'm really tired of you meddling in our stuff. It's just a load of bullshit. You're uh, really starting to piss me and my friends off, and I'm going to do something about it. And Jamna's like, huh? The Yeah. The, uh, the cultist is like, I mean, I know you killed my friend. Like, I know that was fucking you. Oh. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. What's happening? Huh? Oh, uh, are you... Was that a shot at him, Stephen? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to click the attack part. I was just looking at which bow I wanted to use because I'm thinking about shooting the bow in. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and... He's like, well, I know, you know, there's no way that you could have beat um, Jared in a fair fight. I'm sure you fucking snuck up and did some little yellow blood gnome stuff. Sucker punched him. And Jamna's kind of like, bruh, like, what the fuck is your problem? I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. And she draws her sword. And attacks the cultist. So... They are now fighting. Um, and you see kind of everybody runs out of the all their rooms. Like the, the stable boys are kind of fight, 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 fight. And everybody's watching the fight. Um, where did Bog Luck go? There's Bog Luck. And so they are fighting here in the center. Um, let me get a character sheet for their fight, as I'm now going to play D&D by myself for a minute. Okay. Veteran. Oh, big yikes, Jamna. Okay. Um, yeah. So... Basically, you kind of see Bogluck and Ardred Briferhue both start running interference on anyone who tries to go up. It's like, this is an issue between them. Like, we're not... Not gonna... Not gonna interrupt. Um, you know, they're fighting for their honor, and if somebody gives up, then they're a coward. Uh, so, yeah. Just enjoy the show, and make sure nothing happens. Do y'all respond or say anything to that? Uh, is the door to the warehouse open or closed right now? Yeah. 
Uh, right now, it would be closed. I closed it right now. Yep. But no valid... I knock, it, I knock an arrow and point it at the cultist, squaring off against Janna, but I don't fire. I'm just aiming. Okay, and Ardred looks at you and he's like, I wouldn't do that, lad. <clears throat> uh, during this, I want to, like, go up the stairs to, like, meet Steve halfway so I can bring him down here. Okay. A little faster than he'd probably get here on his own. Yeah, with his little spider legs, that's fine. You meet Steve about halfway up the stairs, um, and he kind of skitters up here. <clears throat> um robe sleeve yeah and that's the thing so we've got a fight between jamna and the guy uh this cultist and jamna actually wins so she is going to kind of whip out her short sword and just kind of say you will not insult me like that i've done nothing to you and takes a swing. 11 misses. Why are you rolling everything at advantage? Oh god, I forgot. For DMs, they just say always roll advantage on everything, and I hate it. <laughs> Give me the advantage toggle. Oh, they whisper them to me too, so you don't see them. Alright, Jimna's second attack. So her first attack, um, she just swings wide this cultist has really gotten under her skin and kind of exposed her her plan she likes to fly under the radar um her second attack is a little bit closer but it just kind of bounces off of the splint armor uh that he is wearing and he is going to come back at her with a long sword in both hands um and there you go and 15, so he does bite into Jamna's thigh. For 6 damage. And the second attack is going to be on her thigh again. For another 11 damage. Jamna looks real bad right now. Um, and that is the end of the first 6 seconds of combat. Um... And the guard goes, do you yield? And she's like, never. And what do y'all do? You're about to shoot. Unless somebody stops me. Uh, I want to create kind of a distraction. Uh, I'm going to cast the thermaturgy to boom my voice. Hopefully buy some time for Vinzer and Steve too to Vince just slide Steve 2 into the warehouse door. Okay. At least get him close enough so he can go grab that lockpick. Uh, and basically, I'm going to use it and I'm going to shout Enough. The workers will take no more. Alright, sorry, I was getting the music going. You're going to use what and say the workers? Oh, that was your, your thaumaturgy. Okay. Uh, enough, the workers will take no more. Okay. Cool. Let me turn shit down a little bit. It's a little loud for me. Okay. Yeah, so you do that. Um, 
and kind of you shake all of the people around the ring. Uh, go ahead and roll intimidation for me with that thaumaturgy. Like, uh, advantage with the boom or yeah. yeah, let's 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 advantage boom it. Okay, yeah. Uh, you do manage to draw the attention of pretty much everyone, including the guy who is attacking Jamna. So nobody really notices that Vinzer dropping Steve kind of next to the door and allowing him to scurry in up to the door. Um, but the fight still appears to go on. Right. Okay. So is anybody's... Where's everybody's attention right now? On the fight still? Right now everyone's looking at Ekamon, who just demon yelled like a here. boom of thunder. <coughs> Does anybody else want to do anything? Or are y'all just going to let Jamna die? No. I shoot my oath bow at him. At him? Okay. Um, I believe that's actually going to put us in initiative. So let me... Wow, I rolled the same thing twice for initiative for him. Alright, everybody else, go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. And a s 17 on the Oath Bow. You didn't say Hunter's Mark, so I'm not going to count that. Um, but the 6 piercing damage will go through. You get him. Alright. Uh, let's go ahead and get a little sort going. I don't see Ekamon. Or Rolo. I'm on the turn order list. Oh, mine's doing that. Th oh, yeah, you're down at the bottom. I don't see Rolo. There's Rolo. I'm not giving you the 20, though. You can have the 17. Not like it actually matters. Sorry, I mean, come on. Let's see here. And I need Oscar. And Vinzer. Probably didn't select your dude. Nope. Still didn't select your dude. I'll tell you what, Vinzer, you are the master of initiative. <laughs> there it is. And the first one that you rolled is an 18. I'll let you have that. That is a bunch of stellar initiative rolls for Oscar. It's a shame that only one of those worked. Um, okay, let's do some sort. And... Um, I think something is supposed to happen. Where'd that sheet go? Are the workers in green? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, the workers are in green and facing north. The cultists are in green and facing south. 
All right. Kick the back down. Are the workers agreeing <laughs> with my statement that I'm not gonna stand them going after Gamna? You know. Um. She's embedded herself with the workers. Yeah. So you see this guy kind of step up. Um, and you do also see these two cultists come out of their room up here on the balcony, and they say, Don't let them interfere! Get them! Um, and a bunch more of dudes. I don't want, I don't want that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the stop. Okay. Yep. A bunch more dudes come out. Ardred's like, y'all, just no killing. Whatever. Don't, don't do the killing. The stable boys, they roll out. They're like, I'm not here for this at all. Um, we're going back to our place. Bogluck, he's also like, just please no killing. Um... And let's see here. This is a worker that you've persuaded. This is a worker that you've persuaded. And other than that, um, that's about where we're at right now. Uh, I'm just going to roll. He's probably going to be the last one, right? <sighs> Okay. I feel real bad for what's about to happen, I think. Ekamon. Um, you are first. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's a bunch of dudes here who seem to be... Their main goal is uh, not letting people interfere with this fight between two people who have the problems. Um... You've got a couple of workers in green that you seem to have rallied to your cause, and then you've got the, the main fight between Jamna and this veteran over here. Oh, fantastic. Um, Well, the extra initiative doesn't help, but uh, hmm. don't really have much for support purpose, but.
want to say react, but I'm not sure how I want to react. Um, Alright, if it seems like the veteran is going to attempt a killing blow, I want to ready an action for that. You got it. Alright, um, if that's it for Ekamon, that brings us to Rombor. Uh, so Rombor's going to move down here, kind of closer to the fight. Uh, just to kind of prep and be ready. If it goes, and that'll be his move. And he's also going to stand broad, so that no one can see past him. Okay, uh, you're referring to down where Vinzer is, or...? Uh, he's gonna be looking in this direction. Okay. And what was this guy? What's this guy's story? Uh, this guy back over here. He's a worker, but he's not, like, joined the cause. He's just kinda like, ah! Okay, cool. Alright, yep, so, yeah, Rombor's gonna be facing west, and just kinda blocking the view of everyone else that's over here. Cool. Fuck them. Alright, uh, that brings us to Oscar. Yep, so Oscar's gonna come behind Rombor, and he's gonna throw Healing Word. He's gonna throw Healing Word towards uh, Jamna. Alright, T-Pain. But nobody... Technically, nobody is going to see him do that. If that's a thing. Yeah, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. At advantage, because Rombor's in front of you. Uh, yeah. Public. At advantage. Submit. Oh, oh. Yep, you totally... Nobody noticed that you helped Jim out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, alright. And so the guards kind of walk out and they start fanning around. Um, they're like, you know, we don't want this to get ugly. We all still gotta work, but let them fight. And they just kind of advance forward a little bit, ready to jump in if they need to. Rolo. I'm going to walk up and shove him away from Jamna. Nice. Okay. Stand between them. Go ahead and hit me with that uh, strength roll. It's going to be a contested strength check. Uh, athletics. Strength or athletics? Your choice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You, <laughs> you do the thing. So you shove him away over here. And he's like, oh! Don't make me add you to the list. I say it, and I brandish a warhammer. Okay, Jamna's like, well, this is not what I'm here for, and she gets behind you, um, and actually probably continues along 
over here to the crates uh, and just kind of hides. I think that's a thing she can do, right? Damn the gleam silver. Bonus action to hide. Yeah. So she's going to go oh. ahead and hit me with that stealth roll. Yeah. So after that shove from Rolo, she just kind of disappears in the crates. Um, and at this point, nobody really knows where she is. And that brings us to the veteran. He's like, guys, I'll deal with this later. I need to settle it later. These people don't. And he just kind of storms off this way. Hmm. Where are you at, Chip? Chip. Bye, Chip. Chip now. That's it. Um, yeah. And so with that, the kind of tavern brawl mentality that had set up um, dissipates. The cultists that kind of instigated the fight all go back to their room. And they are not terribly happy with Rolla at this point. In order, it's like, well, that could have gone better. Um, somebody go find that gnome and make sure she's okay. She kind of got the got the, the pointy end of the stick a little bit too much, and I think that's where we're uh, going to call it. 